Thank you for listening to the Pop Podcast, brought to you myself, the man known as Gene Rick, the man known as Lewis Williams, and the man known as the referee, as Rick. If you'd like to send us an email, do send us one to poppositive at outlook.com. And don't forget to follow our social media. Twitter and Instagram is poppositive with no E. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody. This is us again, episode 10. It's a monumental occasion, and we're doing it by fucking phone. (laughs) Yeah, so shit's happened, and it means we have to do this on the farm. Rick's trying to kill us all. Well, I can explain my wife is trying to kill us all. Now, that I Um, agree with. Yes, she she normally tries to kill us anyway every time we all record together, but this time... Fucking typical man, <laughs> deflecting the blame. Yeah, well, it, it's true, right? She, you know, she has got, you know, cases turned up at her work. So to be safe, and the fact that as well as the outside of my body being completely fucked, the inside of my body is really fucked. And because COVID's a cunt, we've decided we'll do this separately, shall we? I mean, that, I just that... want to say we're barely a minute and a half into the podcast. And the C-bomb has already been dropped. Yes. So I think we're... <laughs> yeah, Fucking, it was 45 seconds and Rick drops cunt. Fuck. Uh, it's going to be a good show, folks. Yeah, we're going to be fine. Told you, it's number 10. It's number 10. So apologies for if we're all a bit, you know, distant. But you know that's kind of the law, um, etc. I, I mean, Rick says it's a you know possible possible COVID case at his wife's work. I say Rick farted and just cleared me and Liam out of the room. We're we're, we're hiding in the cupboard under the stairs <laughs> right now. We're we we are not welcome. You need to go back get to fucking fumigated. <laughs> you two gone back in the closet just to avoid me. Fair enough. I know, but I'm not watching. Three of us. Anywho. Um, so that's that. So apologies if you don't like it, but we don't care. We a... I'd like to say <laughs> I care. I, I want to be the good guy in this situation. You ignore Rick. I care. Oh, fine, someone cares. I'm, yes, but... I'm, I'm honestly quite indifferent on the matter. I must say, uh, you typical fucking <laughs> pigs sitting on the fence. Fucking <laughs> 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 sit how, on the fence. How the hell? How is that <laughs> fence panel up your anus? Honestly, I've, 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 I've worn it down. It's actually quite comfy now. <laughs> it's turned into a fence seat. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. You know, back to the actual introduction. So, yeah, here we are. Buenas noches, <laughs> par dos le testiculos. Uh, as soon as we've replaced okay. Gene with his uh, his Mexican friend Oreo tub. It's me. It's me. <laughs> 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 you fucker, you said you wouldn't bring that up. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to uh, fucking peel back the curtains to the fact no, that me and... You said you wouldn't, you bastards. <laughs> fucking, I can't I remember what the fuck we were talking about, but I said Oreo tub, and all I get is, that used to be another one of my nicknames. <laughs> I think I, th- I think we were talking about the... Uh, the, the... The aforementioned Lemel Drizzle debacle. Um, every single and, nickname of you is based around desserts. Yeah, no, and, and like, like somehow, like we carried on from that to just naming different types of ice cream, 
and <laughs> like Liam started just throwing out like a dozen at a time and ended on Oreo tub. <laughs> and I reply, that generally was one of my one of my nicknames in college. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, "Don't say that on the podcast." And he said, "You're fucking right. I am. Fuck." <laughs> I just imagine you're fucking. If you were ever in MMA, and I, you get Bruce Buffer, and this corner, Jack Oreo tub, lemon drizzle, strawberry cheesecake, double chocolate gato, bigs. I have to say, quite frankly, I sound delicious. <laughs> you know what? We'll just change your fucking nickname to Casper's Menu, and we'll fucking deal with it from there. Oh, <laughs> God, that's a date, laugh. Mate, well, don't Mr. don't go to Casper's on a date. You'll end up in a sugar coma before you get back home. Jesus. Well, all right. Well, Mister Desserts, do you? Um... <laughs> Do you have a subject for us? Yes, I'm leaving the okay. fucking podcast. Uh... <laughs> no, but then we need to find someone else to abuse and not get in trouble. You need you need to find someone else to be the only funny part of this show. Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> that was real close. Me Al, Fucking put your handbag away. Fuck you all. Right. So, I have um, literally just finished watching... Um, this week's edition of AEW Dynamite, which was the 30th anniversary of Chris Jericho. <clears throat> and um, the show opens with Brian Cage going one-on-one with Willie Hobbs with the FTW title on the line. And that got me thinking. It can be for any reason, like where it sits on the card, the prestige, or like how it just looks. What is your guys' favorite championship belt? Oh, that's, that's tough. But as soon as you said it, the first one that popped into my head is the old big gold belt. Yeah, the old WCW belt. Yeah, the just classic, when they yeah, changed, yeah. changed from the £10 of gold into the big gold belt. Um, but I think that's partly because of, like, you look at nearly everyone who's held it, like Flair, obviously, Sting, Barry Windham, like... There's a fucking list of legends that have held it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple where you sit there and go, hmm, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. What, Disco Inferno? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, I, I, was, I, was, I was going more David Arquette, but fair play. All that, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying names. But, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, in terms of looks I, I don't know why but i used to quite like the european belt yeah, yeah the european yeah. belt was good that was, that was a good um, one. It, it was just for that that sake of i, I it was, wasn't too <clears throat> extravagant it wasn't too plain it was sort of like that nice in the middle bit and just also meant you was gonna have some decent matches coming along next whenever you saw it was kind of like i said regal had it for a bit dealer brown had it for a bit so yeah, add that link to it as well. On that sort of similar note, the one where I think that uh, on that note of like, you know, you're going to see a good match mm. earlier, every pretty much every incarnation of the WCW TV title mm. Mm. Yeah. always, good- always had some brilliant, brilliant people. Obviously, made famous by Arn Anderson, Regal had mm. it. Um, they're the only two that really, oh, uh, Grey Mooter as well. Yeah, uh, there's there's actually been 
and I'll I'll give WWE a lot of credit. They very rarely have bad looking like championship belts. Yeah, like my I mean like top of the card WWE or World Heavyweight title. They always always look good. Yeah, the United Kingdom belt. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, only, the only issue with the UK belts is they've made all the top ones like. Uh, the men's and the women's, they look exactly the same except for the strap colour. Yeah, which I can get the point, but also, yeah, it's nice to have the individuality to it as well. Oh, on that, the NXT UK tag belts are fucking gorgeous. Yes, true. Mm. Yes. They put a lot of effort in, it's considering the top of the main card have pretty much that same bit of just their logo and that's about it. But as you go onto the NXT levels, they say the NXT UK ones, etc. They put a lot more effort into those. I find the North, I mean, the North American title when that first brought out looks looked absolutely incredible as well. Oh God, yeah. Um, actually, even the NWA's reincarnation of the same belt is really, really nice. It is. Aldis looks amazing with it as well. It just He's got that character which suits it, and I think that will help prestige rise going forward. Yeah, the end, the, I mean, the way it is in the moment. <laughs> Try that again, sorry. The uh, the ten pounds of gold is just mega. Like it's one of the most iconic ones you'll ever get, and it's mm-hmm. one that no matter who you are, you win it, and people go, "Oh my god!" Like he's mm. he's it almost makes you completely legitimate. In yeah. a lot of people's eyes, especially like Uber fans of the NWA. Uh, oh God, it is a beautiful belt, and that's it. The rate that carries with it, not just obviously the ten pounds bit, but the fact that, as you say, prestige, instant, you're someone who matters. Um, I'm sure there's been the odd dud, but history has a habit of. Ignoring a lot of those. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure in the in the years where it wasn't seen at all anywhere, there probably would have been your dud. But you know, I th- again, there's one name that springs to mind, but I don't know if you're allowed to say them. But oh, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to avoid saying anyone's names. Uh, yeah. You know what? Send an email if you can guess who the hell we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Just as far as tag belts, uh, the old, I think like mid 2000s Raw and yes. SmackDown tag belts were, they looked the yeah. same, but obviously with a blue or a red tinge, and they were really, really nice. They didn't look the same yeah. at all. Am I thinking of a different one? Um. Well, you, you said like mid two thousand tag belts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was when they were separated. So SmackDown had the WWE tag team championships, was like the, the yeah. sort of like the, the more rounded, squarish blue design, and then Raw had the World mm-hmm. Tag Team Championships, which were a lot wider with a red. It's, it's, for, uh, it's the, the World Tag Title um, one because Dudley's had them a lot, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they had them for a while. Um, even before that, the, the 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 belts they had before the brand split were very similar to what SmackDown ended up yes. using. The classic world um, tag team belts. 
Yeah. Yeah, I really like those as well. Even we talked and like the um, Eagle WWF title. Belt. Eagle, yeah, oh, yeah. oh god, it might be one of the my, the prettiest belts ever. Hmm. Um, that's another one that you associate who had it around that time, and it's like I always think of Brett, Sean, and Austin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's three of the best to ever do it. So that's that's pretty good company <laughs> to sit there and go. Well, I want that belt. Slightly off kilter one, not um, not necessarily pretty, but I like the design for the WWE. F hardcore belt for that reason of it suited it it was pretty much gave the message of what you were about to watch oh god yeah and it, it was perfect for what it was I mean, it was a car crash yeah and because you're about to watch a car crash is I think suited it suited it so it's I like it in that regard it's ugly but that's the point I like I'll I'll reel off some of my all-time favourite ones, and let's see if you you boys agree. But the IWGP Heavyweight Title at the minute, yes. The IWGP Intercontinental Title mm-hmm. with the bright white yeah. trap is yeah, yeah, yeah. unreal. Um, but on the same notion, the old IC title when it used to change colours all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed that just for the thing of like uh, you just sit there and go. I wonder what color it is going to be this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I believe it was uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Their World Heavyweight Title, the GHC Title, is fucking gorgeous as well. Um, the Ring of Honor Pure Title. Yeah. Um, mainly because I've it always used to make me laugh when Nigel would wear it backwards. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're doing it, but it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I'll take um, it. Even, even the uh, the sort of same era, the Ring of Honor uh, world title is as has always been just tremendous. Just looks looks fucking great. Yeah, that that is important though for. Especially your top title has to look the bollocks, doesn't it? Yeah, on a another. It's it's one of those visuals of if it looks like shit, it makes whoever's wearing it look a little bit shit. Exactly. Um, and just as a bit of a homer, the SOS British British title is fucking beautiful. Oh, it is an incredible. The new tag belts as well. Oh. Yeah, new tag what? belts. Even the uh, revamped SOS title look looks the part as well. I haven't seen the new belts up front yet. I've only I've only saw the tag from the distance during that show. And then you guys had the British you had your promos for the training session, which I've not actually sat and watched. Wow. First of all, what? rude. Second of all, yeah, the, the belt the belts are pretty fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do intend to have a proper look at them, but I'll just see them in person. I've got oh, doing this, you know sitting around, even watching your promos. <laughs> right before he bury, buries us any further, I just want to say we. <laughs> this is a topic that you can sit on for hours because we've touched WWE, WCW, and a couple of Japanese ones, but there's some indies with some just gorgeous titles. Mm. 
if we're going to go and sit through that, then we're going to be here for 704 hours. <laughs> yeah, we'll just skip our subjects at that point. But no, I, I, we will cut that there then. And no, that was a great subject, Jack. Thank you very much. You are very Good welcome. Work, and also, <laughs> I know it was my question. You guys did all the answering for me. I'll just say very quickly, my two favourite belts are the FDW belt and a million-dollar championship. Oh, God. Well, first, first of all, Jack, sorry for running away with that. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> Second of all, fucking great picks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, well, all right, well, I'll take that We've let you have a word in Edrace, and now we'll move on again. You've had your bit. <laughs> now fuck off. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Rick here. I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. Me and Jack, we've asked Poundum to pay Liam a little visit. So, shh. Listen now for that later. Yeah, so, I mean, I really like the uh, the FDW belt, or some people call it the FDW World Championship, which is a bit weird because it's like saying pin number or ATM machinery, the M using the W stands for well, duh. I also really like the Million Dollar Championship because it represented the fact that Ted DiBiase ironically didn't need to hold the WF Championship and him being the Million Dollar man. And the welcome back to the positive cast. Were you talking, Jack? Honestly, mate, you need to speak up a little bit more. Wow. Hurtful, guys. Like, I'm... Yeah. Wow. Okay. What's the issue? What? No, it's fine. It's, right. It does, doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It's on to the second subject of the day. Yes. And, Jack, it would be nice if uh, you actually let us speak a little bit for this one. Because I believe it's uh, Rick's turn. It is my turn. And, you know, I'm glad to finally get to speak at this point. Um, for my subject, and you know, I'll let you go first, Jack, when it comes to this subject. How's that? How, what about us? Now we've all gotten involved in the business as well. Your favorite live wrestling moment, not one that involves yourself, one that you've actually witnessed in person. Ah, uh, okay. No, I do have this. Um, I went to see. A TNA live show in London in uh, 2010, and I got to see okay. Doug uh, Doug Williams versus Ric Flair. Yeah, wow. <laughs> fucking hell! That is a fuck. That is a yeah, fucking you know match. You you guys rag yeah. me for talking too much. I don't need to say shit more than that. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll take his uh, rather. That, that's fucking hard to top. I don't think I can. So I'm just going to tell you one of the funnier ones I've I've seen. Uh, me and Jack went to see WWE a couple of times, and uh, I'm a massive fan of Chris Jericho. And on the show, it was Jericho versus uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, it was a live event. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. But th- this is the thing. Je- obviously, you could sort of look at it and Jericho's smart enough to know, right, it's a live show. <laughs> I ain't doing shit. Right? Yeah. And he comes out. He cuts his promo talking about how this place is a dump and we're all doody heads or some <laughs> sort of, like, childish nonsense. And then Sami Zayn does a pink panther creep up behind him, <laughs> nicks his scarf off him, 
starts teasing him with the feckin' scarf, right? <laughs> Slips behind him, giving him a old fucking like, rolled-up towel, slap across the arse. <laughs> and then, I swear to God, for at least about five to ten minutes, they're playing like a fucking a bull yeah. and Toro. Well, he's just getting him running and just going, Yeah, it's, oh! just, it's like that whole segment was like 15 <laughs> minutes, ten of which was Sammy teasing Jericho with the scarf. Like, there was no wrestling going on. <clears throat> I just watched it and I was just going, right, the fact he gets paid to do this. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing on the planet because I, I would just keep in pieces. Yeah. Um, oh, that was amazing. I wish I was there for that one. Well, my ones, uh, I've been to watch WWE Live a few times myself. And I could think of three off the top of my head. One was seen take his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bastard. It, it is everything you thought it would be. And with the lights flashing and the lightning, whatever, it, that does send chills. There's just the no getting around that. Second of all was a silly one, but do you remember our truth Yeah, the, the truth shall set you free, yeah. And do you remember how he turned heel? Uh, was that the one where he was like smoking in the arena? That's it. Yeah, and that was we were there. Oh damn! And oh, oh damn! But that obviously never got shown on <clears throat> no. British telly, did it? Because of the laws about smoking in tours, and the fact that they obviously didn't realise this because the entire place just started <laughs> chanting, "That's illegal." <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the whole bit. He's, he's literally blowing smoke on him while he's laying there. Just the entire place is not over there. <laughs> That's illegal. That is hilarious. <laughs> Fair play, crowd. That's good. And the final one, probably my favourite one, this is from a WWE standpoint, was we were there, me and my brother, for the main event of Raw, John Cena, Shawn Michaels oh. for an hour. Cool. This was like a couple of weeks just after they've had their mania match, and that's just the whole thing. Oh fuck! I've got to watch Cena for a little bit, and then that and it just goes on and on <laughs> and, and on <laughs> and on. And this year, because they'd advertise other matches as well, so I don't know what the fuck happened. They're like, fuck it, this is good. Just keep this it's, shit going. It's fucking Matt Hardy and Eddie Guerrero again, accidentally going like longer each night. <laughs> and this is brilliant. This is a raw taping as well. And we're going, this, this is brilliant. And then once the finish finally came, it's like, I don't give a shit what the fuck happens. They then tried to film fucking main event or something yeah. afterwards. Like, get up. Fuck <laughs> 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 it. I, uh, you know what? You've uh, you've actually reminded me of one, but um, it would have been the last WWE one I went to. But I got to see uh, the Shield and Triple H, mm. and Triple H's entrance. Like, even though he's uh, might as well, he, I think he might even be a granddad at this point. Like, mm. it's still the fucking coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. I think. We saw, I can't remember what when it was. My, my wife went with me for this one. And this was when Brock Lesnar and Triple H were starting their thing. And you're yeah, disappointed. Obviously, Brock's not going to fucking be there. 
and he's got Paul's got some silly little promo about how Triple H was, you know, stupid for getting his arm broken or whatever. And just because the crowd wouldn't let up at him, he's he ended up just laying in the middle of the ring. Guess who I am? I'm the Queen in a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And just stood right back up again. I was like, fuck, hang on. I don't think that one made the air. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I've, uh, I've just had the last one that I, I can think of, but um, we—I think it was me and you, Jack, went to see yep. a SmackDown. Um, and the dark main event was Shinsuke versus Ziggler. Yes, that's right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, it was. Just after Shinsuke had joined and mm-hmm. been on the main roster, mm-hmm. and that fucking intro is still just you sit there and you just go, "This is just so goddamn yeah. cool!" Oh my god, like, yeah, I, I I am funny enough on the fence about you know the times I've seen WWE live because we we saw a Raw show, but that was a house show. So it, it's stuff for like it wasn't filmed, it wasn't televised. When we saw SmackDown, that was an actual taping, and the taping—I don't know if you remember this name—but the taping yeah. properly fucked me off because because it was like any time anything happened, if someone hit a move, if someone's music hit, if someone ran in, if the announcer said something, <laughs> the front row would stand up, so the second row would stand up, so the third row would stand up, it was, it, and like like just yeah. inching towards, like I, I want to see, I like my, my legs hurt because I've had to walk across London to get here. I want to stay seated, but I want to see what happens. It was like a tidal wave of inconvenience rising towards us. But but the, but the house show, <laughs> oh, but the God, house show. Yeah. Uh, I, we somehow managed to score like two front row seats, and that was the best show I've seen live. Oh, so good! Mm. Because I got to sit down the whole bloody I time. I had, I had a <laughs> we we sort of dictated whether people Basically, were standing yeah, up like, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a couple of people stand up, and me and, yep. me and Jack are just going, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Get no, your ass. You better be, be my, you better be like Mick Foley, put that butt one. back in your seat, young man. I swear down. Fuck you up. <laughs> I I had a really bad one. The last one I went to see was a couple of years ago. And literally I was on one of those flat levels. So mm. again, I was at the mercy of everyone else. And this is literally a couple months after I you know, a few months after I've I ripped my knee apart. Oh so I am in no mood to be standing for anything. And I was at it, and the next match out was Cesaro versus Rey Mysterio. And I'm going, right, I am sitting here, I'm going to enjoy this. And and two rows ahead of me were just a whole bunch of drunk lads (laughs) who were just standing up and fucking about. And I was like, at one point, I think I just yelled at them. I was like, will you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to enjoy the craps. For fuck's sake, there's a Cesaro and Rey Mysterio. Will you shut the fuck up? Yeah, I don't, it didn't work. They ended up just being loud, aren't they? Anyway, positive podcast. <laughs> positive podcast. <laughs> fuck pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck pro wrestling fans. No, fuck drunk pro wrestling fans. And those are beach balls. So, if, if, fuck beach balls. If and when we yeah. ever get merch made, we're having t-shirts to say fuck wrestling fans on it, right? Right? Yeah. No, we're getting fuck beach balls. <laughs> On beach balls. 
the only people who hate beach balls more than me are Liverpool fans, and that's about it. Fuck, they piss me off so fucking much. But anyway, positive podcast. Positive podcast. <laughs> well, positive the positive podcast. side is that was a hell of a was, fucking mate, subject, yeah. Rick. Thank you very much. Knocked it out of the park. Uh, we now, the, now, uh, now the pressure's on. Yeah, yes, it is, Mr. Main Event. But before we do get to your subject, I believe, Ricky, we have um, well some information coming in from our man in the field. On to local news now. We have our man in the field, Poundum, standing outside of Lewis Williams Manor House after the event of what can only be described as the Captain Package incident. Poundum, what are the scenes like over there? Why are you still outside my goddamn house? Shoo! Fellas, why can you right, can one of you get him away from my goddamn palatial estate? Because I can see him, he's waving, he's licking his lips, he's tight guys. Right? For the love of Right, I'm closing the goddamn curtain. Hey Stop. look, we have we have no control over what and where he does. It's not my day to watch him. <laughs> it's not mine either. Hang on. Wait, what? That was your turn. Uh, uh, that was your turn, Jack. This is, you know what? He is just like a fucking face painted captain package. You take that back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, because Captain Package made my life hell, and now I've got a freaking clown version of him standing outside my window, and he's still waving. Has he at least got clothes on? He's friendly. Yeah, yeah. Does he have pants on? Hold on a second. No, he's taking them off. Oh, oh god, damn it, Pandem! All right, is, <sighs> all right, hang on. I was... Not I'm that get... type of horn you pull. Right, I tell you what, we'll do. We'll finish this podcast recording, and then I'll drive out to the middle of Budfart Nowhere. Thanks, it. because okay, he's he's. Okay, he's just got on a pair of wife fronts and his shoes. And he's still waving. Well, just ignore <laughs> him. Just ignore I'm him. Move to a different room. Keep the curtains just, closed. Just ignore yep, him. Just stay away from the windows. Just keep everyone indoors. And then, I'll, as a matter of urgency, I'll do it after we're finished. I'm, yeah. I'm not, stopping, I'm not stopping this. Recording. Suddenly, my subject is going to be very, very quick. No, we'll, we'll we'll try and keep it as quick as we can for you, Liam. How's that? Help. Okay, Speaking of which, what is your topic, old boy? Oh, bloody hell, I nearly forgot. Uh, so, I'm going to uh, piggyback off of Jack earlier, talking about this week's edition of AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, from the loving clip that he sent me earlier, Arn Anderson got involved in the uh, TNT title match. The dog collar match. That was a good one. <clears throat> hitting, uh, hitting a spine buster on Alex Reynolds. And um, it just made me think of my favourite sort of old man moments within <laughs> professional wrestling. Oh, and, uh, oh. Uh, I just said, right, I say that in obviously the most loving of terms, but it's it's sort of retired guys that you're like, you're like you can look at it and go. You probably either shouldn't or won't ever wrestle again. 
Well, legend they... moments, we'll call them. Yeah, legend moments. Old legend moments, yeah. Uh, and they surprise you? So, the uh, one that popped into my mind is... Um, it's uh, the, Rhodes bro- the Rhodes Brothers versus Dean and Seth. Mm. And Dean goes outside and gives a whole load of shit to Dusty. And Dusty whips off his belt and starts trying to fucking whip him with it. Oh, that's such a good <laughs> yeah. bit. I it's, just saw it's, that. Especially, especially oh, because, yeah. especially because, um, like like going off a few Cody interviews I've seen, apparently Dusty was told on mass before that match, like like Cody and Dusty and everyone around Dusty said, "For God's sake, do not take off your belt. Your pants will fall down." <laughs> <laughs> and he whipped his belt off anyway. <laughs> Oh, but that, that's what I mean. So that's such a dad moment of just like, right, you've been a little shit. I'm about to spank you. Um, you get the bill. Oh, yeah. oh, well, one that springs to mind. I've got two. Um, Ricky Steamboat surprising everyone and still having it at Mania 25. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The uh, Jericho stuff. Yes, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just have like Snooker and Piper just. Doing nothing really, and then Steamboat just goes, Fuck it, just move over. <laughs> so I've got it, that's yeah, I've got worry. this, yeah. Oh. And that, that led to them having a follow up match the next month, didn't it? Mm. Oh, that was so cool. Um, the other one, um, not a match, but a segment for, and again, we're talking another mania here 21, which was Piper doing Piper's Pit with uh, Steve Austin. Oh yeah. And, oh yes, I know the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know it all went downhill, Carly. I got involved, blah, blah blah. But just the initial bit of him, and then him and Austin back and forth a little bit. Of that. Fuck, he's still got that on the mic. What he could be used so much. No, he never was, but it was would have been so cool. Jack. The few that come to mind, um, well, the latest one I think was fucking Ricky Morton doing a Canadian destroyer on one of the proud and powerful boys. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's, it's hard for me to include them because they're still fucking going. I know. Mental. Um, behind that, I think of um, all the all the people who worked with Heath Slater in that build up to War One Thousand. Yeah. That's each, a great shout. That is a really great shout. It was just. Fucking up! <laughs> <laughs> just fucking like we'll talk when animal just comes out and literally just power slams him and just one two three. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking eat but shit. Hey. Vader and Sid just fucking him up. Yeah. Oh. Bradshaw clotheslining his goddamn head off. That was like that. That as a story was such a great story. Oh, God, it was yeah. done so well. One of those few bits you'd go each week and I wonder who's going to turn up this week. And yeah. So it was like, late to like, Raw 1000, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, yeah. And then the silly one, one the one I remember was for some reason he had Doink come out and he actually beat Doink. And was like, oh, yeah, Do- Doink was the only one he beat. Yeah, <laughs> and then DDP came out afterwards and later out the time of card. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, the, another one, or one, a really recent one was um, anything Jake Roberts in AEW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Specifically true. the 
first promo where uh, the line on Cody of just like, I don't want all of the pie, I just want your piece. Yeah, well, I, I, again, like like what you said about Roddy Piper, like he still knows what he's doing with the microphone in his hands. Good God. Considering, Ooh, yeah. considering the backstory for him as well, mm. just made that even better. And uh, I'm piggybacking off of Jake Roberts, but the time when he, he came back in WWE for one of their old school Raw shows after everything he had been through, like getting sober and that, when he dumps mm. his snake onto Dean Ambrose and it poops all over him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Dean, oh, I forgot about and Dean supposedly knocked out like he just has this big dumb grin on his face because he knows Jake the snake Robert Snake has just shat on him <laughs> <laughs> Damien Damien you banana snake looking fuck <laughs> 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 oh god yeah. um, uh, I think uh, like we have to give a lot of credit to Flair as well in his sort of later years and some of the ridiculously good stuff he did god yeah like h- how is he still like, like alive <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fucking still wooing about the place yeah. still got a head strike at 70 odd years old oh, Christ. I mean, I mean, he, obviously, they're, they're obviously doing limitations with him and not allowing him to bump in that, but still. Even he, like, he will, at the age of 92, he will drop an elbow on his ring jacket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, nowadays, I mean, guys from, I think Johnny Swinger's still going, he's in TNA at the moment, or Impact, call it proper name. Um, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's still going. Um, trying to think. I think there was. Um, I want to say a couple of the Armstrongs have popped up every now and again to do stuff on TV. Oh, really daft one! Anytime I see Fit Finley <laughs> on WWE TV, I'm just like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> Agent Fit Finley breaking up fights. Him, like actually one of maybe one of the most famous, but when he. Um, he says Becky can take Lana's place in the Rumble. Yeah. 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 And the crowd got fucking ballistic. Mm. We always like seeing Fit Finley. Goddamn right. Does any time like someone just randomly sort of turns up? Because even like even the women's Rumble, when Beth Phoenix comes back, I know she doesn't necessarily qualify as old or anything, but what I'm saying is someone who's retired. She was retired, though, wasn't she? Retired for a while. And you sort of forget that you watch it and go, how long have you not done this for? (laughs) Yet you can still bust all this shit out? What the hell? (laughs) Trish was another one. Again, not an an old woman, but retired for, what, 12 years at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Worked a tag match with Cena. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, in tag match recently with the because uh, she come back did the rumble and um, um, she had a few, didn't she? Yeah, she. Um, I can't remember who. I know it was Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, was it, or someone? That's I know it was an elite against right. someone. Yeah, no, I know there was some. For those who know, hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Um, it would be nice to get another email other than a Nigerian prince, if you don't mind. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to forward them on to you, lads, but... Someone's signing us up for something. 
we look around now, see who's, who's done it. But anyway, trying to even think, you want to talk about old people being able to do shit. Fucking Mae Young being power bombs through tables. Oh, good shit. That, that yeah. happened 20 years before she fucking died. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah fucking. There's that great fucking mother story where I think he, she he's double checking and she goes, do it, you fucking yeah, pussy. Yeah, so, so like, <laughs> he has like clothesliner or something and May tells him backstage, hit me like one of the boys. Well, she had the idea to go up to Vince and I'm like, well, next week, let's do it off a cage. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck, May? <laughs> It's fine. It's done. That's the angle. You can relax. Nah, I want to fucking fight him. <laughs> Why am I about to sound like a ninety twenties villain? Well, I man. Well, I, I I made her sound like she was smoking eighty a day for eighty years. So. <laughs> yeah, it's me, me. She's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh no and, and speaking of May another old school raw moment May Young mm. like beat Michelle McCall with a with a roll up mm. making her the only person yeah. to wrestle a match in nine different decades Jesus yeah. I forgot about mm. that As, um, sorry just another one uh, Johnny Saint returning in the middle of the fucking 2010s yeah. and yeah. doing a load of shit with Takara was like what the fuck, Johnny? <laughs> he went to, I believe he did, um, it was, I think it was M1 in Japan, and then Shikara went, wait, hold on. Hold of the fucking phone. <laughs> Still going. And then they go, well, Dave Taylor said he'll do it. <laughs> Johnny goes, right, I'm in. <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> Why the fuck not? I hope I get to that age and I'm like, yeah, fucking go on. And... I just oh, hope I get to that age. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fucking old, oh, mate. Don't be old. I hope he doesn't hear me referring to him as old, but the fact that Johnny Kidd is still going is fucking outstanding. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> we... That was another one. Get... He, he popped in my head as well, but that's another one. I was going, I'm not going to say he's old. We are going to get another email running, and it's Johnny Kidd calling out Lewis Williams. Saying, bring it, you bitch. Fuck. <laughs> I'll take that. Fucking come on then, Johnny. Johnny <laughs> Kidd, if you're out there listening to this, one, I do not mean to refer to as old. Two, don't kick my ass. <laughs> Dear Mr. Kidd, please no. <laughs> please no, we love you, respect you, and we are incredible. Dear Mr. Kidd, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, episode 10, it's the first time we've ever had to apologise to someone. <laughs> the monument to stay. To, to, to be to fair, me. to be fair, it's apologising for her getting an ass whipping. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, it's either I get my fucking ass handed to me, and to, <laughs> or I apologise. To, to be fair, I know which one I'd like to see more. So there you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you know what? Hit us up on any social media and let us know. Would you like to see Johnny Kid whoop my ass? <laughs> Johnny Kid, right we'll in. Up and give go us a time and a place. <laughs> If you've got a venue and you want to see me get my arse handed to me by the 60-year-old man, please write to. Uh, Insert email here. Poppositive at outlook.com or, or Twitter on Instagram at poppositive without the E. 
There we go. Right, well, thank you for that, fellas. I'm glad you enjoyed that subject, and now I'm going to get my behind. <laughs> Liam's going to go into hiding to avoid clowns and OAPs. It's, you know what? If, if Johnny Kidd and Pound Tom can ta- tag up, I'll pay the fees. <laughs> Let's fucking make it happen, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, just before you go um, and hide away, let's at least get a round of the game in. Oh, yes. I I always forget about this somehow. (laughs) So, Rick, if you could please give us the rules. Okay, so I have a wrestler in mind here with clues that obviously these guys can't see because they're totally distanced. I will will give each clue one at a time. Each will have a guess per clue. If I repeat, start the next clue, they will not get to use their guess. They must use stop in order to uh, get the guess before the other person. I've got ten clues here. We're doing it towards our Survivor Series game, where we've had four people so far. We will then randomly pick teams and discuss how the match would go. So far, Mr. Biggs, who have we had? Oh, Christ. Uh, we've had Tito Santana. We've had mm-hmm. EC3. Tommy mm-hmm. Dreamer. And I forget last week's entrant, I must be honest. It's a hardcore Holly. Oh, was, Bob uh, Holly. Hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall. <laughs> Bobby Hall. God almighty. So, are you ready for number five? Bring it. Yeah. Right. So, it's currently 2-2. Two, two. So, two number Pressure's one. Pressure's on. I was born... In 1984. Oh, he's a young lad. I am mainly remembered when I used my real name. Right. I started wrestling in 1999 at the age of 15. I signed with the WWE in August of 2004 and was on TV by the December. I was sent back. Gone. I've already started. Harry Smith. I've already used the uh, start of the clue. I'm afraid. I was sent back to developmental in July 2005, and was then back on WWE TV by the November. Stop. Harry Smith. No, I'm afraid not. Okay. I was released in October of 2007. I debuted in TNA in June of 2008 under a brand new gimmick name, despite my real name in WWE. No. At Final Resolution 2009, I was fired in the Feast of Fire match after asking for my release shortly following Jeff Jarrett's departure. Um, stop, stop. Uh... Was it Feast of Fire match? Um, was it Sheikh Abdul Bashir? Correct. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How did I get that? How in the world? I remember that match. Oh. I was like, "Who got which briefcase?" Oh my god! <laughs> my brain. <laughs> or as he would be known in WWE as Davari. Davari. Ah, yeah, there we go. 
to finish the clues off in October 2012, I I choked out a drunk yeah. disruptive passenger. I would have gone on that one as well. <laughs> after police were slow to answer an emergency call. And then finally, I became a WWE producer in 2018, but was let go in April 2020 following the COVID pandemic. Damn. There we go. So that's 3 2 to Mr. How Biggs. How did I get that? Shall we say if uh, whoever gets the most gets first pick? That sounds fine. Like I'll have a, there you go. I'll have a um, spare in mind just in case. Bring it on you. As a decider. But no, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure, my dear boy. I'm talking to you. Yeah, apo- right. <laughs> It was apologies for those to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, sorry you sorry if you've tuned in. Two apologies in one episode. What's happening to us? <laughs> Jesus, fucking political correctness has gone wild. I tell you. Wild. Either way, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Pop positive without the e, and uh, we are on Facebook. Look up the positive side of professional wrestling, and fuck it, send us an email to pop positive with an e at outlook.com. There you go, and thank you very much to the both of them. We have both been, of them. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> see, <laughs> it's both of those. Those fuckers <laughs> over there. Fucking big, <laughs> fucking big league. In <laughs> thank um, you to Thing One and Thing Two. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pajamas in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ! So, right yes, before this is... gets off the rails, I'd just like to say it's good night for me. Fuck you. Ha, ha, ha.